0: Listening to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a transgender woman. We'll be exploring topics like hormones, surgery, tucking, binding, boys, girls, and everything in between. And if you disagree with us factually, morally, or scientifically, then you're probably wrong.
1: Hey, everybody. We are so excited today. We have a special guest.
0: That's right. You know, um, for those of our listeners who don't know, Kath works with U.S. military veterans every day. Yeah, I do research in
1: PTSD and concussions, and I work with veterans from
0: Iraq and Afghanistan. And, um, of course, we're both really interested in the experience of transgender veterans.
1: Our special guest today is Elizabeth. She is a Navy vet.
2: Elizabeth, what's your military background? I was enlisted in the U.S. Navy on the surface side. Um, I uh, was in the Navy from February 2009 to February 2015, during which time I was uh, stationed in Great Lakes, Illinois for my schooling for a little over a year, in Yokosuka, Japan after that, for about three years, and then I uh, finished off my time in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, stationed at a shore command.
0: Cool! Cool! Yeah. And what
1: kinds of things did you do? What was your military occupational specialty? That's your MOS. My coworker is a former Marine, and he taught me that acronym.
0: They're big on acronyms in the military. Sure.
2: Um, my The Navy doesn't really use the MOS. Oh, damn it. Uh, they use ratings. And I was an electronics technician and made it to ET2 or electronics technician second class before I got out. I primarily dealt with radios, though I was trained on and occasionally worked on radars as well.
0: So, okay, you're stationed in Illinois, Japan, Virginia,
2: um, anywhere else uh, that you traveled to? I was forward deployed in, to Yokosuka, Japan, and while aboard the USS Blue Ridge, I traveled to 13 different countries, if you include Japan. Uh, they were Singapore, South Korea, Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, East Timor, the Philippines, Malaysia... Australia, New Caledonia, Japan, Hong Kong, and Indonesia. Wow. And You must have some funny stories, right? For uh, funny stories of my time on active duty, I have a few. Hey! hey. One time in uh, South Korea, there was miscommunication between uh, my chief and uh, us, and we ended up uh, going out and drinking during a period of time where we weren't supposed to be drinking. Um, it was uh, interesting, to say the least, because we... we uh, the short patrol, the people that go around and make sure we're following rules and being good, giving a good image for the Navy, found us drinking and told us that we couldn't drink and that we needed to get back to the ship right in time. And uh, both of the people that I went to were horny little bastards. And they decided that they wanted to hire whores before we got back, went back. Oh, shit. And I, uh, I did not want to at all. So I ended up finding a fast food place nearby where they went and end up getting caught by short patrol again <laughs> fortunately the person who found me was somebody who I was friends with and she didn't really make waves she just told me to find my buddies as soon as possible and get back to the ship which we did and I was scared for about a week afterwards of any sort of announcement that I was going to be me going to see the captain uh oh for what for not good things <laughs> And then uh, another really funny one is, with a different group, is uh, we had, de- in Australia, we had decided to go to a strip club. Oh, my lord. The noble sailors of the U.S. Navy, ladies and gentlemen. But we decided, since we're going to be doing that, we, uh, when we passed by the Sydney Art Museum, we decided that we were going to go and go in there and spend some time in there uh, to counteract the fact that we were going into, going to a uh, strip club later.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I stand corrected.
2: And then um, another great one from right when I started the Navy was the moment of truth in boot camp, which is when uh, if you lied on your enlistment papers, that's when they want you to out yourself and let them know uh, what you lied about so that they can get all of that straightened out.
0: Elizabeth, what
2: did you lie about? Well, I didn't lie on any of my papers, but I did forget to call my dad when i was uh, got to the when i got to boot camp uh the night before and he had called the command master chief that is the highest ranked uh enlisted mem- member of that command to ask if i had made it there safely so what happened was at the moment of truth i got called out to go call my dad and let him know i'd gotten there safely when i got back there were a bunch of people gone because apparently more people lied about stuff on it and they thought me getting called out was uh, was, uh, them catching me on something. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, my last story is actually of me coming out to my friend. Oh, damn. Uh, my Corman friend, he, uh, I actually talked to him about it first when we were in Thailand. Uh-huh. Uh, surprisingly enough. Um, he was, he's been a very good friend and I've maintained that friendship for years I actually still go get grab uh, dinner or lunch with him and his husband every so often. Oh that's great.
0: So are you do you are you glad you enlisted? I mean, was it overall, uh, would you consider it a good experience? Like if you had a kid who wanted to
2: enlist, what would you say? I would say that my military experience has been a very positive one. Oh, good. I grew a whole lot of as a person while I was in the Navy. Hmm. It helped me realize that Acting as a man wasn't it, trying to be macho and acting as much of a man as I could wasn't going to help get rid of my dysphoria. And it, I learned a whole lot of valuable skills which helped me get jobs, uh, still helped me get jobs. And then if I had children and they wanted to enlist in, in the military, Well, I mean, I might have to disown them if they decided to join the army, but (laughs) (laughs) if they go on in the Navy, I'd be very proud. Um, I'm third generation Navy. Wow. Both of my grandfathers were in the Navy and my father was in the Navy for more than 40 years and he retired uh, this past fall. Wow. So it runs in the family. Yeah. Plus being an electronics technician does too, because uh, both my father and his father were electronics technicians as well. Um, before becoming an officer or uh, retiring, respectively. Oh, neat.
0: So you're still enlisted when you started your transition.
2: I started process of transitioning after I got out, about six months after I got out of the Navy. Hmm. uh, That's when I called a therapist for the first time. Yay! And then started the process and then... uh, I started hormone replacement therapy almost a year to the day of when I got out. Oh, wow. I uh, saw the endocrinologist on February 2nd, 2016, and had my first prescription by February 9th, 2016, which is just under a year from when I got out.
0: That's great. So why then? Like, what was the deciding
2: factor? What spurred my uh, action to uh, to transition was because I'd been trying to, I'd realized while I was in the Navy that I was transgender. and Yeah. But I still wanted to try to keep myself from transitioning because there's so much stigma around it. Sure. So I'd been dating women and I'd been trying to, I'd taken a few things that would uh, help, help with it, like uh, growing out my hair and my nails. Mm-hmm. But I still wasn't really feeling it. My uh, last two relationships, uh, how they failed, forced me to become more introspective, and I take took a hard good look at why I was doing so poorly with finding relationships. I determined I couldn't really love another until I had loved myself. Oh, wow. So I called the closest gender therapist to me at the time, uh, Nova Str- Swanstrom, uh, and set up an appointment. After that, she referred to me a th- to a therapist who worked much closer to where I lived, and who... Uh, didn't have quite as much experience, but uh, wanted to learn. Hmm. The uh, therapist I went to was Lisa Barrow uh, in Newborn, North Carolina, and she has been an amazing therapist for for me, and I would highly recommend anyone who lives in the area around there to uh, get in touch with her if they needed therapy. That's great.
1: Great. And listeners, you can find a link to her in the show notes. So, Elizabeth,
2: how is the, how's the transition going for you? Transition has been going swimmingly for me. Yay! Yay! I hit my one-year mark on hormone replacement therapy next month. Congrats! And I've been moving along steadily. Nice! Uh, I started out not dating or even looking after I started transitioning, but I have begun to and I pass well enough now that I have to make sure that the person actually read my online pro- uh, dating profile since I mission- mentioned being uh, transgender in it and I don't want to waste time with people that would be uh, completely against it. Yeah! Life's too short.
0: It is. It's like 70 years, <laughs>
2: <laughs> give or take.
0: So, now that the military is like a little better for transgender people, what do you think of that?
2: I'd probably still be in the navy, uh to be honest, if the uh current transgender friendly policy had policies had been in place. Huh. Oh, wow. And I would have definitely outed myself and begun my transition, but the new administration is uh makes me pretty happy that I'm not going to be in the armed forces anymore. Ugh
0: yeah sure
2: and that i can no longer be uh since i finished my two years mandatory inactive reserve time i can't be recalled either oh nice phew because i really don't want to have anything to do with that administration
0: Yeah, no kidding do you
1: know of any other transgender people who are currently enlisted like how's it going for them
2: i don't know anybody else who's transitioning uh at least none that were in the military um so i can't say how any of their experiences are going
1: oh okay This is really interesting. Thank you so much for coming to talk with us.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Elizabeth. This was, like, super interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.
0: Thanks again for listening to The Gender Rebels. Please send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. If you like us, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Find the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for more of the Gender Rebels, visit our website, genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Come Comeback Sync production, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye!